Alan Kring Productions, in association with Emergent Light Studio, presents the Illinois State Collegiate Compendium, Academic Lectures in Business and Economics. This is Business Finance, FIL 240 for Autumn Semester 2022. Today, net present value, internal rate of return, and mutually exclusive projects. I will go until 225, and then I'll open up the quiz. You have 20 minutes uh, standard time for that happy instrument, and then you are done for the day, as exciting as that sounds. And yes, you can use Excel. If you use it properly, using the example that I gave you in the resources tab, you can get the problems done very quickly. And as a special treat for you, uh, I gave you the weights uh, for the uh, component cost, so you don't have to calculate the weights. And all you have to do is use the calculations for the component cost of capital and apply the weights to that to get your weighted average cost of capital. And then there's one silly problem to help you out a little bit, give you a few free points, unless you really want to bomb it. But anyway, a quick look at the numbers. We have had a uh, beat it, beating today on the street. Wall Street took a just an absolute bath, and it just keeps dropping. It's down. The S and uh, the Dow is down 1.68. S and P uh, down more because a little bit more risk. 1.82, and the NASDAQ is taking a uh, break in the outhouse at two and a quarter percent down. So we are having a really dark, bare day. Oh, I'm just testing you to see if you're watching. There, there's, there's your dark, there's your sadness right there. <laughs> that is a, that, that's, I, I mean, it's not a tail event, it's not a black swan. But that's a really grim day down for the street, for the markets. Okay, now, coming over here, crude is, has slid right back into the center of its band, 82 to 85. So you'll probably see gas prices slide a little bit if they haven't already today. You'll see gas prices down. Interestingly, gold and silver took a took a beating today as well. See if uh, the bonds bond yields are up, that means bond prices are down. So bond holders are selling. They're selling commodities. They're selling equities. So they are running to cash. They are hiding right now, trying to save what they've got. In fact, if I had had any sense at all, I would have gotten out of my positions and gotten into cash today as well, because about everything else is taking a toilet break. But there you are. Now, oddly though, well, not oddly, uh, in, co in coordination, Tokyo was down, and then when the sun uh, set in Tokyo and rose in London, London was down, but notice London started to rally there towards the end. 
but that rally sure didn't do anything over here on our side of the Pacific. Um, the S&P, everything just taking a, a, a drop. So the um, upshot of that is that we are having a grim day. And the real question is, now, you've got a lot of political pun pundits saying, well, it's because of the election. And that is really, I would not see that as being anything that is particularly meaningful uh, as far as the uh, markets are concerned. Uh, they're saying, well, obviously, it wasn't as big a red wave as we wanted, so Wall Street's punishing the markets. That's bullshit. That's not how it works. The markets are down for a lot of reasons, probably, but that's definitely not one of them. Oh, well. Anyway, enough of that. We've got a bad day on the street, so there's not much I can do about that except complain. Okay, the capital budgeting exercise, we have this... What, what, one of the last subjects in this class is this, capital budgeting. And then what we ha ask about capital budgeting is what are projects go or no go? And the, like I said, the traditional methods, now I've seen some updated information that is indicating that a lot of corporations are now beginning to embrace the more sophisticated methods like uh, internal rate of return and net present value. Unfortunately, they're embracing the net internal rate of return, which is not the, not the better of the two. Let me show you a problem here. Suppose that you had two projects, but you couldn't take both of them. It was one or the other. Now, I ran into this a couple of times in uh, uh, consulting. There was one where what had happened, they, this company, had some land. Now, it could sell the land, but it was more interested in developing the land. And it had two different proposals that it was looking at. One was to make a, a sort of like a corporate center uh, office build, a nice office complex, low line, only one story, and all of that. Maybe there were a couple places where it would be two story. And it would house more modern tech companies, maybe some uh, service companies, and they had uh, they did traditional analysis on it, but they also had another possibility. They said, "Well, you know, this is big enough that we could do a." Uh, there, there's, it was around years ago, and it's kind of, and then it disappeared, and it's come back again. It's uh, a combination outside mall and apartments above the mall, sort of for upscale people, restaurants, shops, uh, a daycare and all that. And then above it would be uh, these a little bit higher end apartments where people would live. And so they said, well, we could do either one of these projects, but we can't obviously do both of them because we have one piece of land. So I won't go into the tedium of it, but they were both pretty decent looking as far as their MPV profiles are concerned. If this is the discount rate on the horizontal axis and this is the MPV, and I'll, I'm try, I'll try to remember the numbers, but the one MPV profile line came down like this and the internal rate of return 
was uh, something like about 13.2%. I'm pulling that out of old memory. Now the other one had a much steeper NPV profile and its internal rate of return was about 11.6%. Now they had a hurdle rate of 10%. And they, so both of them would be, yes, this is a go. But they couldn't take both of them. And the question was, which one do we take? You notice that this one has, at low discount rates, it has a much higher NPV than this one. But this one is more enduring. It survives longer. The question was, what do we do here? See this point right here where the two intersect? We call that the crossover rate. Now, finding that uh, with a calculator would be kind of a pain in the butt. You'd have to do uh, calculate each of them and then do very tight graph paper and carefully plot these two NPV profiles and then carefully estimate your crossover rate. Excel can do it, and I'm not going to do that in this class. Excel has this awesome feature in the analysis pack called what if, or the solver it is actually where you can actually give it the NPV equation for both of the projects. And then with this analysis pack, you can say, set the NPVs equal to each other and find me the discount rate at which that happens. It happens just boom, like that. And I won't do that one here because it's a little more sophisticated than I would want to do in a 240 class. But it is doable. Now the crossover rate here came out to be if I'm not mistaken, it was about 10.4% was the crossover rate. The question was, which one do we take in a situation like this? Well, that's kind of a problem because, you know, even the crossover rate was above their hurdle rate. So both of the projects were going to be good even at their hurdle rate. So here's the question that would, here's, here's the answer, and it's not a very good answer, but the answer that you would give for this is if the crossover rate is still above your hurdle rate, well, if it's above, below your hurdle rate, then you take the one that is going to endure longer. But here's the, how, what you, it boils down to. You just simply say, look, if we really, uh, look at the discount rate of these two projects. Are they, which one is riskier? Now, notice that that one, that one that has a steeper NPV profile, that is positive at lower discount rates. That thing is definitely the winner. If we see that the interest rate environment is going to be going down over the next, say, five years, we would probably take that one that has the steeper uh, MPV profile because it, it at low interest rates that thing is a slam bang but if we don't see interest rates going down 
In fact, if we see interest rates going up, we would probably take that one with the shallower NPV profile simply because it will stay a positive NPV longer than the other one will. So it would, in a case like this, it would probably go down to a forecast of where interest rates are headed. In the current environment, we know that in the short run, interest rates are going to go up. But we also know that if this works and inflation is killed off, then the Fed will back off and interest rates will begin to slip back down again. So over a five-year horizon, I might take that steeper, pro steeper MPV profile project just because over five years or 10 years, we should see interest rates fall. But if we don't think that's going to happen, if we think interest rates are going to stay higher and they're going to go up some over the next five years, then we would go with that uh, shallower MPV profile simply because it stays positive for a longer, for more, for higher interest rates than does the other project. What did they do in the end? This was uh, some years back. They chose the steeper profile simply because it, they saw uh, interest rates as going down over the next five years. And interestingly enough, they did. They, they were settling back. But, uh, the, oh, the higher, interestingly enough, the higher NPV profile line was for the industrial, uh, for the uh, strip mall. The, uh, I'm sorry, for the, uh, uh, for the uh, commercial uh, business district thing. And so they went with that, they built it, they made good money off it. Now, interestingly enough, even if you're wrong, probably these were both home runs that really wouldn't have mattered all that much because either one was pretty much a real winner. But if I saw an NPV profile comparison like this, where we have one, and then we have one like this. Oh, heck, I'm going to take this one any day of the week because it's a survivor. Uh, it, it, it has a longer haul of higher interest rates in which it would still be a winner. That other one, yeah, it would be great if interest rates are low, below the crossover point especially. But other than that, that one's asking for trouble. So if they're widely split like this one, You'd probably go with the shallower one, unless you really, really? No. Son of a 